0: hello hello hi george hello ollie how are you i'm good thanks how are you very good i'm excited um excited for our first proper episode of phone a friend i, I think just let's let everybody listening oh by the way hello anybody listening hi listeners hi guys hey hey, hey guys it's hey. You, it's us. um we should let them know hey guys hi. um I'm that's <laughs> We. This is. This is. You know. Potentially, things might go awry one week, and we might miss one or two weeks. I don't know. We never know. But our intentions are good, and we intend to get one of these to the to the to the masses once a week.
1: Yes. So, and they'll be uh, up to date um, because we're recording. You know, sort of the week, pretty much the week that we release. So, um, you'll be invited into our lives in almost real time
0: and which is terrifying isn't that exciting (laughs) (laughs) because so much of what i'm involved with when i'm involved with things is always like pre like it's put in the bank as it were it's like oh let's get that recorded now to release whenever yeah um and so i've never been involved with something that's kind of so immediate uh, real time yeah immediate that's the word yeah although i guess that's kind of what Instagram is like stories. Yes, um, but
1: I guess with with that, you can um, choose how... Well, I, I mean, obviously, we can
0: edit this podcast, but we try not to do too much editing... Um, we should just say, Ollie, for any younger listeners, um, Instagram is an app that was kind oh, of a predecessor to TikTok. Yes. Um, that you probably, uh, you might have heard your grandparents talk about. Ha <laughs>
1: Back in our day, Instagram was uh, the thing. I was actually, I looked at TikTok for the first time, like, properly today, um, because... Are you I, sad? Yeah, a little bit, but not for the reason you might think, because... The reason I looked at it is someone messaged me saying, um, uh, you should search your name on TikTok. So... Oh. Foolishly, I took their advice. And, oh, no. Um, yeah, some stuff, some interesting stuff out there. Um, I'm realising now as I say this that I'm basically... Get, gonna, You're baiting other yeah, people baiting to search <laughs> um, But... Hey, you know, if the kids like it, um, I mean, I'm very young. I'm younger than you, uh, so I understand. You are, yeah. Yeah, I understand. it It's interesting because I'm younger than you, but um, I recently. But wiser. Be- well, yeah, I recently became
0: an uncle. Oh, yes. So um, your um, the what's the word? Your commitments, not commitments. Your. Um... Well, it's just.
1: I mean, there are certain things that, like, you won't understand because you know as an uncle i do see the world in a different way um <laughs> and so like this this oh. rift has kind of come between us because for so long we're just young men living our lives uh you know there was no difference in our lives really up until now yeah um
0: and now now this uh, your nephew's come into the world and your world's just changed completely oh man it, it's actually it's harder for me to
1: look at the news and be flippant and make jokes about it because that's my that's the world my little nephews growing up in, man. And oh, I can't even imagine. No, no, no. You yeah. would, George. You wouldn't get it because you're not an uncle. And honestly, I do hope for you one day that, like, one day soon, uh, you will become an uncle. I hope you're an
0: uncle. <laughs> Oh, thanks so kind of you <laughs> to wish that for me. I think you'd um, be a
1: great uncle. I mean, it takes some time. Like, I, I'm still kind of learning the ropes. But...
0: Can do it. <laughs> oh. Well, do you know what? As well, I don't think we need to get hung up on this podcast about about social media platforms. You don't think so? So no. So for anyone listening, let's jump straight into the news. <laughs> Whoa. Well, OK.
1: Remind me the premise of this podcast. I didn't realise there was going to be so much news.
0: Well, uh, no, actually, I didn't think that through before I said it. I don't think we have a segment on this podcast about news. Well, I suppose... Um, it, uh, the
1: What's the news in your life for this week?
0: Ah, yeah, OK, we could do that. Well, yeah. We should say um, the uh, myself and you, you and I, I should say, mm-hmm. um, just have had about three weeks back home where we grew up for Christmas yes. and New Year. And um, I can only speak for myself, but what a fucking beautiful three weeks they were. I loved it. It
1: was very excellent. Lots of lots of pubs. Well, to, lots of pubs, lots of Scrabble. Lots of Scrabble. Um, we spent the, we, we saw in the New Year together and mm-hmm. um, one of my first memories of 2020, of this decade, is going to be you insisting that I tell everyone else in the our group who was there uh, my best story of the previous decade and then saying, oh, yeah, it's the one about the volcanic ash, um, which is, like, not, oh. uh, not a very interesting story, where in about 10 years ago, whenever it was, uh, a volcano in Iceland... Erupted and my flight from Spain to the UK was cancelled. Okay, that's pretty much the story. And George, I have,
0: I, I forgot that I kind of yeah, you uh, got every, you gathered everyone
1: around, and you were like, oh wait, you have to hear this. This is is Ollie's best story of the decade. So everyone's really excited, (laughs) and then I told it, and you can just see on people's faces they're thinking that's the most exciting thing that happened to you in 10
0: years and (laughs) I was like I never said that this is how did it go down like a lead balloon yeah they couldn't fucking care less
1: (laughs) so yeah (laughs) happy new year mate
0: I'm sorry, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, well...
0: I guess, to me, that is a really fascinating story. I don't know, though, if the bit that I find fascinating about it is actually more than <laughs> a volcano erupting. Yeah, and then not you're the involvement part to do with me. <laughs> yeah, isn't the bit that kind of gets my imagination going. No,
1: I think that, yeah, the volcano, that, that's, yeah, that's
0: of interest. But me missing a flight, not so much. But that also paints our New Year's Eve in quite a light, that I'm going like, guys, everyone gather around while listen to to the story. <laughs>
1: yes, well, I, I had a, a wonderful time back home, um, and now I'm trying to readjust to, I'm back in Barcelona, which is where I live, in case any listeners out there weren't listening up? last week. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. Um but you have you uh because we basically had uh three weeks of no existing in a world where no obligations other than um fireside pints and scrabble. Oh, oh. how are you adjusting that coming to that coming to an end?
0: Um Honestly, quite well, but it. But I'm in a quite rare, like everything going on for me at the minute is, not my usual January because often when we're in, I guess the word is campaign. Mm -hmm. um, Often I won't get much more than a week back home for Christmas. Um, And then in previous years, it's been like yeah, it's been like festival season in Australia and New Zealand is kind of the New Year and Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we've done that once or twice I think and I don't know this year I just yeah I loved it and and then so coming back but then I've got nothing to at the moment my only commitments are writing Mm -hmm. and that for me is quite a slow process is what I've learned Mm -hmm. Um, which I've got no I'm not fussed by the fact it's a slow process because it is what it is um but it means that you know that kind of the idea of living the dream when you music is your career mm-hmm. i think this is the bit that really highlights that because <clears throat> it's the creative side of it so it's the touring performing it's not that it isn't creative but you're recreating something on stage each night yeah whereas when you're actually writing and recording you walk into a room uh, where something doesn't exist and there's a chance when you leave the room something will exist and that is
1: that's a whole different very... I i mean it's funny you, the way you're describing it is a, kind of how I feel as an uncle um, oh really yeah because there's this human being that exists now and I'm its uncle and- oh wow <laughs> and oh, i, I wicked, think that's man. i'm so happy for you well it's similar in a way when you go and you write a song and then you have that song you become that song's uncle
0: mate you should be grateful that i asked you to share your fucking volcano story because uh, i think i was doing you a favor
1: <laughs> uh, i can only pray that something as exciting happens to me this decade
0: <laughs> yeah um, so, uh... But the one thing that has been going on in my life, yeah, uh, just as a little aside, something that's been ticking over, is about three days before New Year's Eve. I th- woke up and I thought, oh, um, this could well be the start of me being quite ill. Uh-huh. Um, and then somehow, every day I've kind of woken up as in like I'm feeling as if like oh this is the day that it's really going to take a hold of me. But you, then it you, never quite does.
1: You do you mean
0: like flu, fluy, cold vibes? Yeah, yeah. Like my tonsils feel, I mean, this isn't very nice for people to listen to, but my tonsils feel like they're up. Mm hmm. Um, up in arms. And up in arms. Oh, they're fucking off. <laughs> um, and, but it never quite, really, with an illness, you want it to wipe you out and just get it done with. Whereas at the moment, I'm still kind of able to. Stick to commitments, but I just feel a bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you haven't got the full,
1: full blown illness. No, no, well,
0: but hey, it could be a lot worse.
1: I mean, it could be actually, and that leads me into what I want to talk about. Oh, okay, just briefly on the subject of <laughs> is
0: that do you need to do you need me to ask you a question at all? Or yeah, are, you three, just, could, are you happy well, just did, to go rock and roll? Well, why don't you ask me how I'm doing? Oh, that was like a passive... Oh, wouldn't it be nice if you asked me how I'm doing, George? Yeah, um, um, maybe for once you okay. could
1: give a shit about me and ask how <laughs> I'm doing.
0: Um, hey, Ollie. Yeah? Is your good friend George here? Hey, close personal friend. Hi. Hey, man. Hi, guys. Um, how are you, man? Um, Well, I have
1: to be honest with you and the listener. There is a good chance... During the recording of this podcast, that I might S myself. Now, oh. that adds a bit of drama, doesn't it? To the yeah, Because S could mean a few different things. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, okay, sorry. Well, the doctor calls it liquid ass. Um, mm. I think that's probably the medical term. But
0: Can we say so that I don't. If this is. Can we call it um, what it is, which is diarrhea? <laughs> If you insist, yes.
1: We can call it that. And you know, the listener might be thinking, Why on earth are you telling us that? Excellent question. Yeah. Um But it Oh is... sorry,
0: I feel as if I'm being a bad friend again. Why so why are you telling us yeah, about that, thank you.
1: Well, the reason this is happening to my body is because I have upped my I'm I'm on uh medication for anxiety. And this week, um, my dose has been doubled for various reasons, which I can talk about later. And that means that for the next few weeks, uh, I may have certain side effects, um, including... Needing the toilet a lot. Yes. And I thought I had dodged a bullet, because this happened to me when I first started the medication, which is uh, like eight months ago or something. And I'm um, four days into the new dosage. And I thought, ah, everything's actually going fine. Until about 20 minutes before we had to record this podcast. And I realised, oh, no. I realised a hard rain's gonna fall. And oh no. <laughs> and... chocolate rain. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I'm just saying this because, uh, in the interest of transparency, we're talking about mental health. This is unfortunately part of it sometimes. Yeah. My medication is. has uh, certain side effects, and luckily they only last a few weeks while my body gets used to it. Um, and also, I'm very sweaty, uh, I've got the shakes, my teeth keep chattering.
0: Oh. So, I'm having a wicked time, but hold on, Ollie, because I feel as if for anyone listening that you know medication is a potential option for them or they're you know yeah. curious at looking at that for themselves. I worry that that advert yeah, it's might not a great uh, yeah pitch. prevent them from seeking um, yes you know, well that help. All all I can say
1: is that well, firstly, these side effects don't happen to everyone. Some people don't have any, I think, or if they do, they're very mild. Um, but also, just from my experience when this happened before, the benefits have far outweighed this small period of um, liquid ass. Um, and after a few weeks, the side effects go away. And for me, at least, obviously, I can only talk, speak for myself, um, after that, I haven't really had any other issues, so I still think it's worth looking into for some for people. Um, don't be put off
0: by all the terrible things I just talked about. <laughs> yeah. but so when you first started the course of medication, um, there was the, the, it was under the what's the word? Sorry, this is part. This is what I've been. Finding where this illness isn't completely a hold of me, but and my brain feels like cotton wool. Um, you got bog brain. So, yeah, I've got bog brain. Um, when you first started the medication, mm-hmm. the conversation was that you should see how it affects your day to day, and you can. There would be an option to up the dosage. Yeah, and it's all part of you. The medication is there not as something forever, but for you to help find answers in the meantime. Is that is does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So the idea was that uh, if the medication was helping me, um, because the before the medication, the anxiety was severe enough that you know stopping me doing a lot of things, including um, you know going to therapy and getting very much out of it because I would just be there trying not to have a panic attack. So I'm not really engaging with the, the process in the, in, in a useful way. Um, so then I, I took this initial dose and it sort of, it's almost like, um, it like takes the edge off basically. So it doesn't completely make the anxiety go away, but it, takes the intensity down um to a certain level which allowed me to do a lot more stuff and i for months that was great i was doing so much more than i had done for the previous months and I, i felt like i was making really good progress um and every time i met with the uh psychiatrist who prescribed me he would say how do you feel about your dose do you think you know, you do you think you'd need to go up a dose or? And I would say not really because I feel like I'm making progress at this low dose, so I didn't feel like I needed at that time to increase it. Um, but then it kind of plateaued, as in it, the effects. I I found that although I had widened all the things that I could now do that I was scared of before, um, there was still this kind of list of stuff that I just completely avoided. And to uh, improve my... Well, to to get to the point where maybe I won't need the medication or or I'll need less of it, I need to, like, not avoid things and yes, make, yeah. make them, when I avoid them, I make them into this much bigger scary thing because I put it off for ages and ages and then it makes it really hard to kind of break through that. But if I increase my dose, which I've done now, hopefully I can go and uh, tackle these things that I'm finding difficult and then having done that, I'll have the, those positive experiences to to draw on in the future and I'll be able to say to myself, okay, you're feeling anxious, but you did this before and it all went fine. Okay. Does brilliant. that make sense? Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. And then, so then in the future, um, say if we were able to look into the future and by having upped your dose, um, you have tackled successfully some of the kind of, hurdles that you're experiencing at the moment yeah um you would then maybe take it down to the original dose yeah um and then with eyes on one day coming off it altogether. yeah that
1: that's the kind of plan that uh, we're following at, at the moment and you know it might it might not be as straightforward as that i might come back down and then go back up to the dose yes. and you know yeah. it's not necessarily and also should say that some people stay on medication you know for their whole lives and that's not a problem either but this is just for now what I'm planning
0: to try um, can I can I ask you a question actually that I, like I'm curious about and there might be people listening that will be curious mm-hmm. but how did you how was it that you found yourself in a room with someone that could prescribe medication for these things? Did you? Was it just through going through national healthcare?
1: No, um, it's slightly complicated by the fact that I'm living in Barcelona and I'm um, oh, self-employed, so I don't pay into the um, the national health system in Spain. So the way the way it worked was that I was going to therapy and not really making a lot of progress and the therapist said maybe we should consider the the medication route and she recommended me someone i tried to go and just completely freaked out had a huge panic attack and and missed my appointment and then i put it off again for a few weeks and then i finally made a different appointment and Went in there, so because it's private and because it, I specifically need uh, like an English speaking uh, psychiatrist. Yes, it's it's you know quite expensive. Um, yeah, I know that in the UK on the NHS, I I mean there will be lot a long waiting list, but you will also be able to go down that route and you know we could talk about how the nhs is underfunded and things but uh, it is still an option um yeah yeah if the good thing is is that the medication itself is is um really cheap it's like 4 euros a month uh for the one i need wow um which you know in somewhere like america or other places that would it would be a lot more expensive but there are options and all i would say is that i i went down this sorry
0: because the the, the thing is as well your um case your kind of experience is very unique in that you are living in a foreign country full-time yeah um so it's probably not the best example f- for a lot of people listening. Yeah. Because but, uh, th- that's quite unique circumstances.
1: True. And and I would just say, you know, if you talk to your doctor or if you have a therapist, they'll be able to um, yes. actually give you answers rather than yeah, yeah. umming and like like I have been. But basically, I would just say... It's definitely been a positive experience for me, um, despite the um, teething problems. Yes, the teething
0: problems. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Well, mate, when you gave me the text uh, last week, kind of saying that your medication was going up. Yeah. um, I felt very kind of, what's the word? What did I feel? I felt happy for you because i th- but the way that i see it is just all part of a it's all part of a process and with every kind of decision like that that's made it's um it's a commitment to trying to help yourself and it might not be the right thing but you will only find that out through trying it yeah um uh, and I th- and that's yeah
1: i i i i think that the way i've approached it and it it did it took me a while to get to the point where i um was open to to uh trying medication and stuff, but so i I do understand that it can be a scary thing for people to think about um but I have just trusted the psychiatrist I'm seeing he's you know i he gives me good explanations for why we do various things, and he talks me through. medication and how it helps etc and so I've just kind of been open to and there's obviously lots of different routes you can go down and there's I'm on a specific antidepressant which is called sertraline and I can't speak for other ones but I'm just giving it a go and because you will probably have well yeah you will have noticed that when we were to, in hartford together over christmas um i pretty much wouldn't get in a in a car uh or i would avoid yeah
0: there was like there was once or twice that you got in my car and they were for small journeys yeah um and that's um, But one there was of the also things. once or twice where I offered you a lift and you, you know, didn't want to.
1: Yeah, I said, uh, get fucked. You only just passed your test. I don't trust you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It's nothing to do with the driver or the... Like, it's not like I'm worried about crashing or anything like that. It's just literally the claustrophobia of being in a small space. Um, and so... That's just one example of something that I hope to get better at in the... Yeah, of course. Um. Also, yeah. I just want to say, my chair makes a squeaking noise. And because I have mentioned the fact that I might shit myself... I'm worried that every time it squeaks, people think that I'm just sitting here in, like, a puddle of my own shit. Shopping away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, that's such a horrible image. <laughs> just trust that people can use their imaginations and say, I don't want you to think that I'm here, you know, breaking wind. Yes. Uh, not a puddle of your own. Well, <laughs> I'm just
1: saying. I, I just want to make that clear. Um, but, yeah... So that's how stuff's been going for me, Um, and uh, I will uh, keep
0: keep you people updated. Not necessarily (laughs) about yeah. Don't forget to follow Ollie on Instagram (laughs) to keep up with his trials and tribulations. Um, Well, mate, I'm I'm very happy for you that you're you know trying this out, and you know it's all. It will all be informative one way or the other. That's true. If that's all you can ask for. Yes. Um, see, I was saying to me and Ollie were on the phone earlier, for anyone listening, just to give this some context. And I said to him, it's so peculiar because since being home, um, and I don't know if it's because there's a bit of distance from touring, or but I've been in such a good kind of frame of mind and not in a overly you know let's go happy kind of woohoo way Mm -hmm. but just it's as if i'm i've found ways in which to observe my kind of intrusive thought patterns and i don't know i've i'm sure i've been here before and that's why i don't want to speak too confidently about it
1: yeah but but still it's, it's worth uh you know, when you're doing well, it's worth celebrating.
0: Um, yeah, well, I think that I think part of my, you know, interest um, or fascination with mental health and mental illness and this kind of um, this scale where anyone can sit anywhere and it can it's so like it can slip and slide from one day to the other. I think the thing that I find fascinating about it is a that it's starting to be spoken about more and more mm-hmm. and B that it's so intangible. It's so like it's, and we rely so much on things or I certainly do. We rely on things being proven and, you know, evidence towards why things, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to say, but I've, I find it. Um, that One thing we should lead on to now is just the fact that we've had so many emails and that's part of what I'm trying to say is that that, that we're all on this spectrum somewhere Mm -hmm. and the fact that people are feeling more liberated to talk about these things, I think only good can come from it. Yeah.
1: Um, And the the emails we've got, we've got lots of them, thank you very much to everyone who sent one, Um, have been... You know, it's very nice to hear people saying, like, "We listen." I listened to your podcast and then phoned my friend, got in touch with someone. I know, someone. they were
0: the ones... We should let people know we were kind of sat in the pub together, like, looking through them as they came through. Yeah. Um, and just some of them were so... I don't know. It's, it's as if, like, releasing the introductory episode, we didn't know what to expect of the show. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god, this is what it can be. Yes. And what an amazing thing.
1: And it felt like, uh, you know, confirmation that... Because obviously we thought it was a good idea because we wouldn't have done it otherwise. But it's kind of... lot people saying that, um, you know, hearing us talk about this kind of stuff is a positive thing. And so it just confirms
0: that this is something worth doing. Um, Do you want to... um... Let's do it. I'm like excited. Can we like read through one or two yeah. of the emails? So there's a couple of emails um, that I have. Have you picked one or two out? Yes, that
1: I have selected. Um, and uh, one thing, just quickly, for anyone who emails and wants to remain anonymous, please just say that in the email so I know not to read out your name. Um, maybe
0: for, yeah. Maybe for this one, just say their first name.
1: Well, I uh, contacted both of them. They both said it's fine to use their name.
0: Oh, okay. Brilliant.
1: So um, this one is from...
0: Should we we give out their email addresses as well? Yeah, we'll give out the full email address, um,
1: (laughs) everything. No, don't worry, Hannah Lipka. We're not going to do that. So this one's from Hannah Lipka. It's she. She says hi, Ollie and George. Hope you're both doing well and feeling rested Hello. and ready for the new year. <laughs> I'm so glad that you two are doing this podcast. Excited for more to come in the next few months. Thank you very much, Hannah. Um, and she talks a little bit about how she's dealt with anxiety and depressive episodes since she was a kid, and going to university, it's escalated a bit um, and become worse. Uh, and she says. After some not so pleasant experiences with counselling when I was younger, I've put off speaking with a counsellor slash therapist for years. Um, I'm graduating this spring and really want to get my mental health back on track after years of pushing it aside. Any advice for taking the first step into therapy? Um, thanks for creating a space to talk about these issues. It really means a lot. Well, it means a lot that you say that, Hannah, and... Yeah, my voice sounds
0: sarcastic, but I mean it, okay? Sometimes it's hard to be sincere, but honestly, and also so many often the actual interactions with people on the, at the end of projects that you're involved with, you don't see. Yes. And so to actually hear this is just, for me, it's wonderful. I it, love it. So it thank is. thank you, Hannah.
1: And um, I can absolutely relate to um, university and the stresses of that making your mental health more unmanageable um but i would say as difficult as it must be having a bad experience with therapy or counseling you have to remember that that was one individual um not every therapist is going to be amazing but also equally not every therapist is going to be um bad (laughs) um And I think it's important to, this is something that I didn't kind of fully realize for a while that you're not obligated to, if you go to therapy and after a few sessions, you realize that you're not, you know, you're not vibing with the person and maybe you're not getting a a rapport with them and you're not getting much out of it. That's happened to me before, and I would kind of feel like, well, I guess I'm stuck in this. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, of course, it's really important. One, you might be you know, paying lots of money for this, but even if you're not, it's an important step that you're taking, and it's for you. So if you feel like you could be getting more out of it, then you're in no way obligated to stick with... Um, someone who's not helping you very much and as hard as it might be to to start again and start with a new person in the long run it'll probably be worth it if you find someone that you can get a good relationship with um and we had an, another email on a similar note
0: just just one second because yeah. Hannah said in that that she's she's graduating in spring and that she hopes that you know on the other side of graduation she can help start to kind of help herself get her mental health back on track yeah um i think something that i found really inspiring and i have to remind myself is that there's a very good chance that there is no final there's no end result to this and actually there's probably not a point in your life where everything's perfect i think we're sold this idea that there's this version of us that can exist as a perfect entity in a perfect world Mm -hmm. and i think often that's the thing where Actually, if you can get it into your head that this could well be an ongoing conversation that you have to have with yourself, I find that quite liberating because it takes some pressure off needing to have an answer immediately. Yes. Because <coughs> actually, it's a you it's know, it's more it's a of process. a yeah, in a life, uh, uh, not choice. I don't. What's it, It's it's yeah. a lifestyle thing to to say I'm going to face this, and it, there's a good chance whatever it is one is experiencing is a part of their nuanced personality and, and person. Yes. Um, and and I I think that's one thing if you do to echo what Ollie said is, you know, a, you might not find the, the right therapist or counselor straight away. Um, but to try not to be discouraged and try and see it as a, as a as a journey i know that's an overused no it, but um, it's it's
1: absolutely phrase. true and um i remember uh one of my therapists an interesting sentence but one of the therapists i've had in the past um had to kind of remind me towards the beginning of our time together that that it, the my anxiety is not going to suddenly go away um And it's like you said, George, that it is something that is probably a part of me, as it were. And that doesn't mean it can't get better and you can't manage it better because I can say from experience, I absolutely have. My life has improved a lot through going to therapy and understanding what's happening to me more um, and learning how to manage it um so while there may not be this really chill uh cool version of ollie that doesn't fret about anything that person doesn't exist but that doesn't mean that it's not worth um the journey as you say george of uh, of starting therapy and learning about yourself and tackling all these things um And on another email was on a um, kind of related note from Eric Bazoo. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly, but he said, what are your thoughts on therapy? Um, I'm from the US and insurance doesn't cover it at all. So is it any easier to look for therapists in, in Europe? Is it worth it? Or is it fine if you have a way to talk about and deal with your problems
0: with friends or family? So, Uh, yeah. I would say if if you are able to start conversation with friends and family, I think that your immediate kind of day-to-day life might be relieved of some of the pressures of, of whatever it is you're experiencing because you've shared the load in some way. This is certainly what I've, felt in the past it doesn't make it any easier as such but you're aware that there's people in your corner yes which i think is worth reminding anyone listening there is of course people in your corner they might just not know that they that you need them at this minute and so to talk to them um is a brilliant thing to do
1: yeah and i would say that if you if you do have that uh kind of relationship with friends or family where you can talk about this stuff and you feel um, that you're getting something out of that, which I'm sure you would, um, then that's great. I wouldn't necessarily, I can't say for sure, you know, one is better than the other, as in therapy is better than talking to your friends and family or the other way around. But I would say that either both are very helpful things. And particularly if, for financial reasons or whatever, it's it's more difficult for you to to get therapy then reaching out to friends and family is definitely something worth
0: doing. I, I I'm foolishly, I'm like naively going to say that I I would assume that in different states and different cities there will be different kind of charity organisations that are set up to help people that can't afford the private Healthcare.
1: Well, what I w- would say something that I'm pretty sure will exist in the U. S. or certainly exists in other places is um, you can get free or at least like heavily reduced therapy with um, like university like students or university psychologists who you know, they might oh, be they might so be so like when you go to a a hairdresser a trainer hair <laughs> yeah, a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, obviously um that might not be the the best option, but it, it is an option and I'm sure that there are lots of very competent um psychology students and trainees and whatever um that out there that you could look into. Also this might be scary as well, but there are, like, group therapy is often um, a lot cheaper than individual therapy, and I have no experience of it myself, but I know that it does help people, and, you know, you'd meet people who are maybe going through similar thing to you, which can only be a good thing, I think, so... Yeah, Can wh- I
0: also say, Ollie that um, mm-hmm. the whole premise of this podcast is that you and I are not professionals. What? <laughs> it might shock people to hear. Um, and we don't have... We can't give you solid answers. Um, what I think we're aiming more to kind of create here is... Um, a space to talk about these things and kind of bounce ideas off each other, but also to promote the idea of talking to family and friends. Because I like it because I mean me and you, Ollie, have benefited so much from it, I yes. would say. Um and so that should be the thing that we say to Eric on the on the brace of that. I'd say you know, first and foremost, if you can just think of somebody in your life that you feel you might be able to talk to. Yeah. Um then that'd be and you never know that might be helping them as well. Yes, definitely. But okay. I would yeah, so off the back of that, thank you very much for those emails and for anybody listening, if you've got any questions, but also stories, I'd quite like to hear people's stories. So less things well, that we need to What
1: I would say is if anyone else out there has had um diarrhea due to um, antidepressants or and you know medication of that kind. Please get in touch. Uh the more detail the better
0: and send it directly to george.ezra at Yeah 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 <laughs> um no but please what is it? It's contact at phonafriendpodcast
1: That's contact at phonafriendpodcast um
0: Oh let's let's end on a nice a I feel as if I've note. been quite quiet this week but it's because I am. You're feeling good, good, good. You're feeling good. Yes, wonderful, good. 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 Wonderful, good. Um, no, I feel. Um, what I would love to do is we've actually recorded for if ever myself and Ollie can't record one week, we've recorded a kind of safety episode, and Mm. it's a kind of in-depth look as to why Ollie might want to be involved in a podcast on mental health. It's hashtag Um, My Story. Hashtag my story, hashtag Ollie MN. And we are going... I'm looking forward to recording my... Hashtag my story as well. Yeah. Because (laughs) I I find myself wanting to divulge more about why it might be that I'm involved in this. um, But it kind of feels like I don't want to crowbar it in. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, there'll be a specific episode that will maybe go into more detail, but... um you know, I would say feel free at any point to to kind of drop in some, some context. Um, but yeah. but there will be, I mean, in the episode we recorded uh, hashtag my story, um, it's kind of... Hashtag all Yeah, hashtag all It's kind of tracing the... When I first started having issues with anxiety and panic attacks and stuff and we're going to do the same with George, with OCD and is when he's getting diagnosed with that and experiences before that and since so it will kind of fill you pervs in on our inner life.
0: Oh, holy! I ruined oh. it. I ruined it.
1: I ruined it. I tell
0: you what, if anyone just can send some good vibes my way because there is a uh, I've recently moved to a new place by myself and I don't know but. New places, uh, they can be quite scary at night. Yes. Uh, like, you kind of, different buildings make different kind of creaks and moans and groans. And it's like, I could have sworn I just heard the door. And then someone was like, oh, yeah, you should definitely watch this Netflix thing called Don't Fuck with Kittens. Uh, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, abso- I didn't sleep for about three nights straight. <laughs> and yeah, if anyone saw my Instagram stories that I posted today, you'll really, agree, I look like, Fucking cagatío. Um, so, yeah, well, don't watch. Fuck, don't fuck with kittens.
1: Well, I'm sending good vibes your way. Um, I'm hoping that uh, listeners might not know this, but shit hits differently in the country. And being isolated uh, after having just watched uh, a very graphic, violent documentary. I can see why. And also, you haven't got any internet, have you? You've you've got no internet. You got no, no. telly.
0: You no. got I'm, I've got no I've got no uh hob at the moment, so I've got my camping stove out. Your investments
1: um, from all your, you know, your touring profits and stuff really have gone badly. You've got no hob. You uh, tell me what's in your kitchen cupboards right now. Or actually, can I try guess?
0: Yeah. Okay. Two tins of tuna? Well, well, I've actually given up meat and fish for New Year, so no. Okay. So, in that case,
1: what, just bread then?
0: Um, I can see some, from where I'm sat, Yeah. I can see some bread. Tea bags? I can see some, no, no. <coughs> I can see some bread. I can see some Cholula hot sauce. Oh, I'd like that. I can see some Easy Peelers. <laughs> um, s- some lemons and an empty can of baked beans oh <laughs> so so if you listeners out there could just picture
1: this um, you know very bleak image of a man in an empty house in the country eating spooning cold
0: beans into his mouth because he hasn't got a fucking hob um, please send good vibes George's way please send £5 pounds to P.O. Box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the other thing. Uh, in, in quite a few of the emails we got, there were people saying that they'd be willing to um, tape £5 pounds to a letter and, and send it our way. Um we should just make clear that we do want you to do that. We actually need it. We do.
0: And in fact, up. five pounds. I don't know if five pounds is enough of an expression of love. No. And actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to suggest that I, we look more in the 20 pound yeah. region. Well, it, no, I mean, it
1: depends. If you... You know, don't you're not really a, you're a fan of the podcast, you don't like it that much, then yeah, five, ten pounds. But if you give a shit about us and you want us to be happy and have good lives, then twenty pounds at least, I'd say, um, taped to a card um, of some kind and sent to P.O. Box. Ollie. Yeah.
0: Should we say goodbye and good night.
1: Yeah, I'd love to because...
0: um, (laughs) Because we need the toilet. Yeah. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to end on that note, actually. Let's just say...
0: No, we can end on saying thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you for your lovely emails. Please get in touch. Yes. Please do subscribe. Please do tell your friends to get involved. Give us five stars, please. Give us five stars, but also go and give a friend a phone call. Yes. Go and uh, and phone a friend and meet us back here next week. Yes. And we are still trying to work this out, so if you have any kind of tips of what you would like to hear in the show or anything like that, please do let us know.
1: Yes, and we shall speak to you next week. Thanks for the chat. Thank you, Ollie. Bye, George. All right, mate. Bye-bye. Bye.